Well, good morning, friends. It's a Monday morning. We're on podcast number 422. This is for Monday, November 22nd. I pray that you're well and your preparations for Thanksgiving are probably well underway. Uh, turn with me uh, to 2 Timothy 2, verse 15, our our key verse, as we're still in our Apostles' Creed um Series Second Timothy two fifteen. Do your best to present yourself to God, not to man, but to God as one approved, a workman who, <coughs> excuse me, has no need to be ashamed. Rightly handling the word of truth. More and more uh, in our society, uh, it just concerns me that we've gotten away from true, uh, absolute truth. The Scripture is what we need to to rely on. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. No man comes to the Father but but by me or through me. We need to understand that we need to hold the truth. And this generation has gotten so far away from trusting anything as being true. And we as the church need to solidify what we stand for and we stand for what the Bible stands for, the truth. So we, I applaud you for being here. I, again, I don't know how many people listen to this podcast, but if it's just you today, you're the only one, it's worth it. So let's go back to 1 Corinthians. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're going to start with verse 21, and we're going to kind of go through our present condition in Christ as we look at the uh, resurrection and then our future because of the resurrection. We'll see how far we get. So verse 21 of 1 Corinthians 15. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. Through Adam there came death. Through Christ uh, we have uh, his and his resurrection. We have the resurrection of the dead. And remember we talked about uh, last week, Jesus being the first fruits, he went first. He's the first fruits of the resurrection. Verse 22, for as in Adam all die, all, circle all, <clears throat> no one escapes, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. All who are in Christ, that's the key. Underline in Christ. It doesn't say all human beings. It says all that are in Christ. Now, we're all in Adam because we... We get his sin nature, but we're not all in Christ. But all those that are in Christ shall all be made alive. Verse 23, but each in his own order. Here's the order. Christ the first fruits, then it is coming those who belong to Christ. Christ is first. He is um, preeminent. He is the one who goes first. He is above all things. Verse 24, then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom of uh, to God the Father after destroying every rule and every authority and power. So there is coming a day when everything will be put under the feet of Christ, and then he will put those um, or, or give that kingdom back to God. He is the, the, the one who establishes it here on this earth, um, and everything will one day be put underneath him, and he will then give that back to his father to glorify his father. Verse 25, for he must reign until he has put all the enemies under his feet. And verse 26, the last enemy to be destroyed is death. If Satan destroyed his power over the Christian, 
is destroyed. The only power he has is what we give him. He was the prince and the ruler of this era, and he still controls and still um, um, causes men to fall. By the way, by just giving what men want, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, it's all things that, you know, he doesn't know everything about us, but he just has to watch. He knows what man is like. But the last man enemy to be destroyed will be death. When one day, uh, Revelation 22 says, all of the tears are gone, all of the loss is gone, and no one will ever die again. Verse 27, for God has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when it says all things are put in subjection, it is plain that it is, it is expected, um, uh, or he is expected uh, uh, who put all things under subjection in his feet. Verse 28, when all things are subjected to him, then the son himself will also be subjected to him who put all things in sub subjection under him that God may be all in all. That was a mouthful. And I struggled through that a little bit, and I apologize for that. What was Paul saying? Paul's saying there's a day when everything will be placed under the feet of Christ, and at that time, he and all things will be placed under the subjection of God his Father, willingly. The kingdom will not be ripped from him. He will place everything willingly under his Father's feet. Verse 29, otherwise... What do we mean, uh, people mean by being baptized on behalf of the dead? If the dead are not raised at all, why are being, people being baptized on their behalf? Verse 30, why are we in danger every hour? I protest, brothers, by my pride in you, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. I die every day. Paul says, I die every day. I haven't arrived. I haven't attained anything. I die every day. What do I gain if... Humanity, humanly speaking, I fought with the beasts at Ephesus. If the dead are not raised, let us eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Wake up from your drunken stupor, as is right, and do not go on sinning. For some have no knowledge of God. I say this to their shame. He says, listen, this is a process that is happening. This is a process that is happening, and I'm teaching you because I want you to understand this process that we are going in the direction towards the Lord. But some of you, you've just kind of fallen asleep at the wheel. And he talks about this drunken stupor because not everybody who says they know Christ know Christ. And we have to be careful who we run with. He said bad company corrupts good morals. We need to be about God's business and we need to be discerning about those around us. And some of us are um, making decisions about people who are around us based on the fact that, hey, they're a good time or they're fun or they've always been around us rather than saying, you know what, we need to be light in darkness, not let darkness um, overshadow our light. He says it's incredibly important to understand all of these things about the resurrection of the dead mean nothing if we're not living for Christ. Because there's coming a day when everyone will stand before him and give um, an account for every word and every thought and every action and every deed. And that should be a sobering thought. He says, wake up. Wake up. He said, I fought the beasts at Ephesus. I fought the, the people who were trying to kill me. 
at Ephesus. I was there for three years and I and I battled and I tried to 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 make a difference and I did. I made inroads. Why? Uh, because it was the power of God through me. Because it was necessary to overcome that in Ephesus and what was battling there. Why was it necessary? Because the gospel needs to be preached and because people need to know what it is to have a relationship with God. Now, as Christians, I, I just want to kind of finish with this and then we'll, we'll, we'll go farther in 1 Corinthians tomorrow, 15. But I want us to turn to Ephesians chapter 1 because I want us to see our present condition as believers in Christ. We're looking ahead to the resurrection, and I think that's incredibly important. And I think we need to understand the purpose of the resurrection. We need to understand the power of the resurrection. We need to understand um, uh, the implication of the resurrection. But you and I as believers, you and I as believers today, as we sit here, we have a relationship with Jesus Christ. What's our present condition? Yes, someday we will be resurrected. That's powerful. Yes, someday we will spend eternity with Jesus. But today, just for a few moments, let me finish up with this. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. If you're around me very long, you'll you'll hear me quote these, these verses many times and talk about it many times because it's my understanding or my desire is to understand these verses and I pray that they impact you like they impact me. Verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, underline who has, past tense, blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. It's done. It's available. What you and I need because we are in Christ is available. It's already been provided. Verse 4, even as he's chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. He chose us before the foundations of the world, and he chose us to bless us. But what is required of us? It's to walk holy and blameless before him. In love. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us again, has blessed us, done deal, in the beloved. In the beloved, within the Trinity, in our relationship with Jesus Christ, our relationship with the Father, and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, we are blessed. So our present condition, yes, I've been teaching about the resurrection, but I just felt like I needed to bring it back a hair and just say, you know what? Our present condition, we're blessed and we're accepted in the beloved and we're to walk holy and we're to walk blameless. And so each and every day of our life, that is our goal is to walk holy and blameless before the Lord. And it, Paul wouldn't have said it if it wasn't possible. Paul wouldn't have challenged us to walk holy and blameless if it wasn't possible for us to do so. Now go to Romans. Romans chapter 8. Probably one of the most powerful chapters in the entire Bible. Romans chapter 8. Let's read verse 26. Likewise the Spirit helps us. Here we get the Spirit's help. Likewise the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that lives within us, the third person of the Trinity, helps us win our weaknesses. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with us with groanings too deep for words. There are times, I don't know if you've been there, but there are times when, when, when it's, it's time to pray and I don't even know what to pray. I just feel like I don't even know how to pray. I don't even how, know how to respond. And there are times when the Holy Spirit just, just uh, 
um, allows me to be able to pray, allows you to be able to pray and to pray in relationship with what um, uh, pleases the Lord. Verse 27, and he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So we allow the Holy Spirit, we yield to the Holy Spirit because the the Holy Spirit um, is in touch with the Father who searches the hearts and the spirits and the minds of men. See, we need to yield in prayer. I, I, I just confessed to you this morning, this is the, probably the toughest part of my life is, is to know what to pray for and, and to know how to pray. I struggle with it. I love to study the word, but I'm unbalanced in my life because my prayer life is not what it should be. I'm just con- confessing to you. And I pray that yours is not like that. I pray that yours is strong and that you you have this daily communication. I walk and talk with God all the time, but I don't have this time where I'm on my knees interceding. And, I, and, I, and, and I, you can pray for me about that. I, I would appreciate it. Verse 28, and we, circle we, we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. God's going to work things out. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your struggles are. But I know that God is going to work things out for his good and his will and his purposes. And when it's worked out for his good and his will and his purposes, it's also for our good. 29. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed. Underline that, to be conformed to the image of his son in order that uh, he might be the firstborn among many brethren so that we are image bearers. Imago Dei, we're image bearers of the son so that we reflect him in all that we do and all that we say. Our attitude, our actions, our activities, our posts on Facebook. That might have hit a little bit below the belt. But our posts on Facebook should reflect the image of Christ. We should be loving. We should be kind. The Bible doesn't say just to love those who love you. It says to love our enemies. And so we don't need to get in a battle on Facebook just because we, we were so frustrated because we believe people ought to believe what we believe. I'm not going to get into that on Facebook. I'm not going to get into those battles. Why? Because I want to reflect Christ. It doesn't mean that I let people walk all over me, but I'll respond with truth. And what better truth than just to respond with a scripture? Or to say, I'm praying for you, or whatever those things need to be, and not to get into a battle of words. Verse 30, and those whom he predestined, he also called, and those whom he called, he also justified, and those whom he justified, he also glorified. This process of God working in our lives is so powerful. It's so powerful, and it's ongoing. And as we saw in in Ephesians chapter 1 all the way through it, we have we have. The, the Father working in us. He chose us. We have the Son who died for us, paid the price for us, and we have the Holy Spirit who is at work um, because he seals us. And then as he seals us for the day of redemption, he also works within us. And in Romans 8 says he even, hey, he even helps us with our prayer life. Now, let's, let's close with Colossians 3, verses 1 through 3. I just felt like as we were looking ahead over the last few days about the, the resurrection, we needed to also look at where we're at today. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, if, big circle, if, 
What's your relationship with God? Because these scriptures are, 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 are for the believers. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. You know, one of the things that this coronavirus this season has done, hopefully for you, as it's done for many, is it's caused us to, to really rethink what's really important. What's really important. And we need to really seek those things which are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. Set your minds, verse 2, on things that are above, not on the things that are on the earth. Don't spend so much time in the news. Don't spend so much time trying to figure out what's going on in this, this earth. Pray for those who don't know Christ. Pray for our leadership that they would respond um, as Christ would have them respond. Pray for direction. Pray for guidance. But don't get so bogged down in it that you're so worried about it all that you think, oh, oh, oh this world is falling apart. And, and, I, and I just want to, we need to get our priorities straight. We need to begin to look up. We need to begin to look up. Verse 3, for you have died, you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Dead men have no rights. Dead men have nothing to say. We just yield. We just yield to God. We yield through to the Holy Spirit working in our lives because we know that God's going to work everything for our good and for the good and for um, his purpose in our lives and the lives of many around us. So as we look at the resurrection, this future resurrection, which is a done deal, if you're in Christ, it's taken care of. He's either going to come back for you in the rapture or you're going to go to him in death. Either way you win. Paul says to be, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8, to be absent from the bodies, to be at home with the Lord. But while we're here, let's seek those things which are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. Let's look up, church. Let's look up. Let me close in prayer. Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. And be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you. Till we talk again.